Syracuse football is now six and one on the season. They're still going bowling. They still have a chance to be 11 and one, but a tough loss to Clemson has a lot of thoughts brewing in our minds, yours as well. I'm sure we're going to talk about the game and a lot more on Locked On Syracuse. It starts right now. Our Locked On Syracuse, your daily podcast on the Syracuse Orange, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine with you on your Monday morning episode. Thanks for making Lockdown Syracuse your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And this episode of Lockdown Syracuse is brought to you by Sling TV. Sling has something for everyone, especially when it comes to college football coverage. With a massive lineup of games across the ACC, Big Ten, Pac-12, and SEC, you can catch the games you want to on Sling. And now everybody can do so. Check out Sling TV now to see the massive lineup of games they have all season long on Sling. The TV you love for a price you love. Try it today. Okay. Uh, we got a lot to talk about today, or maybe we don't. We're going to find out. Um, that was a tough game. Syracuse lost in a live Valley 27 to 21 Tigers beat the orange. Um, that was a tough one. Uh, there's really no way around it. I don't know if I'd had any better feeling going into a half all season long than I did in this game. Jihad Carter being the absolute man, the scoop and score from him was fantastic. Deuce Chestnut gets hurt, comes back in, first play, bang, forces a fumble. Jihad takes it to the house. Uh, Sean, with that receiving touchdown early on, I was feeling good about the team. I won't lie, I was, and I think everybody else was too, and if you say you weren't, you're lying. Um, And then the second half came, and Syracuse played its worst half of football since 2020. I mean, that was really really brutal. And I don't even know where to start. I mean, really, I think the the thing on top of my mind since the game uh, ended, and I am not, I would like to say this right now, I am not a blame the refs guy at all. I'm not. I don't, I don't care because even if the refs did make it hard for, for you to win the game, you could have won the game. Okay. And Syracuse should have won the game with or without the refs. Syracuse should have won that game. They just had to score one touchdown. Um, so I'm not a blame the refs guy. I will say the lack of, uh, continuity on the roughing the passer calls from Clemson's quarterback to Garrett. I thought that was a little bit ridiculous and everybody else on Twitter did. Um, you know, Elijah Fuentes Cundiff, it was the kind of play where I think it was like third and 14 or whatever. It was third and, and uh, there was a good chunk. Apes a sack. Uh, he tippy toes down the sideline, and you're like, okay, he's going to make it back to the line of scrimmage and go out of bounds. That's fine. We're going to get the ball here. And then it was like he tippy toed for one yard, two yard, three yard, four yard. Okay, somebody's got to get this guy. And then pushes out of bounds. Flag comes down. Everybody goes nuts. And then Schrader does pretty much the exact same thing up until the tippy toe part and gets clobbered out of bounds, and they don't call it. Um, regardless of that, though, Syracuse should have won this game. 
and they destroyed themselves with penalties. And I'm not blaming the refs here. I'm blaming the offensive line. It seemed like every single momentum shifting move that Syracuse made to move it into their favor was killed by a false start or killed by a holding call. I mean, we were talking about this right before we started the pod, that trick play uh, that saved a drive for Syracuse where Garrett, uh, you know, came close to the, to the, to the line, took a snap and just tried to rush it over the line and did get over, but it's, it was called for a false start on, I believe Kalan Ellis, or maybe it was Wes Ho. Um, that was brutal. And there are so many more that don't necessarily come to mind right now. But Or how about that Aronde catch uh, way down the field on, I believe, another third down where they got a huge chunk of yards, came back for holding. Uh, and then on the mm-hmm. defensive side, uh, Clemson in its final possession of the game, Syracuse also with its final chance to stop Clemson. Tigers have the ball on their own end with uh, on a third and 11 with a little bit over two minutes or so. Club Nick looks for a wide receiver deep down the field, throws into double coverage. Isaiah Johnson, without having to, commits pass interference, kills the drive. They kick a field goal, and Dino waits way too long to call timeout on the game. It's pretty much over right there. But, you know, I kind of I felt like the, the wind was out of their sails at that roughing the passer call. How did you feel, Owen? Yeah, that, that roughing the passer call definitely changes the momentum. It was already shifting, but that definitely hurts. And I will say this, when contact was made, when contact was made, Clemson was inbounds. Clade Klubnik was inbounds. And Elijah Fuentes Cundiff was hit as he hit Klubnik running out of bounds. Should that have been a late sure. hit? Should that I have don't... been a late hit call? No, but if you're calling that, I you have you to call it against Schrader. You have to call that against yeah. Schrader. You, if you, d- call you have to be consistent. One. I think you no, could argue that is that my it only is a penalty, thing with that. But you have to be. And consistent I will say this: I, I don't want to talk about the penalty right there because I do think that Syracuse shot them themselves in the foot so many times that yes, you can circle the penalty, and I think we've given the penalty enough credit right now. You have to circle a lot of other things in this totally. loss because so many other things went wrong for Syracuse in this second half. I cannot stress enough how disappointing this second half of football was on all levels. So it was coaching, execution, um, just mental mistake after mental mistake seemed like the theme of the second half for Syracuse. And I will, I will give a shout out to Carter Chase on Twitter. We were asking for post game thoughts, and I think he hit it perfectly with a metaphor that the refs opened up the coffin and Syracuse jumped right in. Yeah, You can't let that play dictate how you played for the remaining 15 minutes of football, and that is what they let happen. They were atrocious in this game. Three times Syracuse with a false start on third down in this game. Once was a third and two, once was a third and one, and the third and one was late on a play where Syracuse ended up getting a first down. You killed yourself in this game time and time again in the second half. I do not understand what Syracuse was thinking with their play calling in the second half. My key to the game in our Friday episode was to run your offense and play your game, and they weren't trying to do that. I don't know what they were going for in the second half, but it was absolutely atrocious. They switched from their game plan. They stopped giving the ball to the best player on that football team's offense. They stopped giving him the ball. For they what never reason, really we are not sure. They took the ball out of Sean Tucker's hand touches. for absolutely no reason. In the second half, 
with, I believe, five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Syracuse had three first downs in the second half. One was a 23-yard rush from Sean Tucker. One was a 15-yard rush from Sean Tucker. Those were his only two second-half touches at that point. How does that make sense? How does Sean Tucker, the best player on this offense, have five carries in this football game, albeit five carries for 54 yards? He was efficient. It was working. He wasn't getting stuffed. It was outstanding, Sean Tucker. You were seeing him in his best, consistently doing what you want, getting those chunk yardage plays, but you stop giving him the ball. Post-game, Dino said, oh, it was the read option. It was the read. They were shutting down Sean, so Garrett had to do his thing. Shut up. Give him the football. It's unacceptable that you took the ball out of Sean Tucker's hand. You have people asking if he's hurt, concerned if he's hurt. That doesn't make sense. And the case in point, is third down and six after the false start. Syracuse desperately needs points, desperately needs a drive. And on third down and six, who's not on the field? Sean Tucker. Who's in the backfield? Wes Ho. Come on. Figure something out. You blew this game so many times. I am so frustrated. I am so infuriated because a win against Clemson, getting to 7-0 is program changing, and that is not an, an exaggeration in any sense of my mental approach to this game. If you beat Clemson, you get to 7-0, you are probably 7 or 8 in the country with a sure shot at you are in control of the college football playoff. You do your job, you're headed to the college football playoff. And that is not an exaggeration. That is not a joke. You win this football game, Syracuse football has a different trajectory for the next five years. And I am not exaggerating. And I don't think I'm blowing that out of proportion. This loss and the failure to do anything in the second half will be circled in my mind as why Syracuse football stays stagnant moving forward. I think think that... An Orange Bowl appearance, if they go 11-1, and one, is not all that much different. Obviously, going to the college football player would be crazy. Um, but I think that if you go 11-1, and one, it's not yeah. – you know, you're not going to take I would take an Orange Bowl, and but, I, I understand saying. that. I would take an um, Orange Bowl. But right, let's I take a quick break. You're up 21-7. You're up 21-7. Oh, and you I know. back-to-back turnovers with an 11-point lead to start the second half. And you go three and out and three and out execute one time in the second half and this is a seven and oh football team that wins the acc all right take a quick break let's talk nissan our partners at nissan uh have worked with us to create a new segment across the locked on college network titled thrilling moments where we highlight the most exciting play from syracuse's weekend game or throughout the history of our alma mater. Oh, and give me this week's thrilling moment. Um, I am going to say James Sutherland in the Big East tournament. Okay. Uh, can you give me a moment? Like oh, one moment? Or my, or is this early ACC time? I don't know. I think it was We're the moving East. on. Yeah. Uh, uh, a big, a moment? Segment. I'll give you a moment. I will give you a moment. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, a moment in time for Syracuse athletics. Um, I was just thinking about just it pick because one. my parents were talking about uh, basketball tickets. We'll go John Gillen over Duke. Lovely. This segment has been inspired by the thrilling new designs featured across Nissan's new lineup of vehicles. 
Pursue what thrills you in the all-new Frontier, Armada, or Pathfinder today. Available now at NissanUSA.com. All right, Matt Bonaparte, Owen Valentine, back with you on Lockdown Syracuse. Um, okay, we talked a little bit about it, but I want to talk a little bit more about Tucker. Um, because you, like you said, on they didn't give him the ball nearly as much as he should have had it. Or, I mean, they barely gave him the football. Ten times the man had the football in his hands. And I think everybody would agree that there isn't a player on Syracuse football that even touches the tier that Sean is on. I mean, the guy is just on another level. Uh, and on the ground, on, in his five carries, he ran for 54 yards. That's almost 11 yards per carry, one yard away from it. Uh, and he caught a touchdown. Uh, so. I don't know why. I guess I do know why, or at least I know why Dino claims it was because they were shutting down the run game. Dino, at least try. Like, you didn't even try. It wasn't like, okay, we'll try Sean, and we'll see if he gets stuffed. It, it wasn't that. It was, all right, we're not even going to give it a, a chance. We're just going to have Garrett either stumble his way for five yards, hopefully, or throw the ball deep down the field and get picked off. Hopefully not. Um, it was just a poor offensive effort. The second half was so just lackluster. It was so bad. Uh, just, they could never get anything going. And the part that I never understood was after it didn't work time and time and time and time and time again, they never thought, okay, all right, let's give it to Sean. Let's just see what happens. Uh, and as much as people aren't going to want to do it, this is where even an eye probably deserves a little bit of criticism uh, because they couldn't figure out a play. E even if the Clemson is shutting down the running game or whatever you say, you should have some kind of audible where you can get around it. Like you're telling me, you're telling me you didn't game plan all week for Clemson to shut down your run game. Like, what did you work on? Like, I don't understand that you, everybody knew that they have, they're a great defense. They have a great front. You didn't think they were going to try and take 34 out of the game, Like you can't let that happen for audio listeners. Owen is one trying to talk while muted and two, he just flipped his hat backwards. So things are about to get real. You're preparing to play a team with an incredible run defense, an incredible run defense and you don't game plan a counter to the run defense. Here's my thing. Let me rattle through, for those of you who maybe have forgotten, Syracuse's second-half drives. Punt, 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 interception. That's so Jeez, bad. change something up. Who cares? You punted every time, I'll and then forced what, though, an interception. Max oh, von Marburg well. looked good. Oh, well. You went punt, 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 punt. Interception. Who cares if you ran the ball once? You still punted. Right? Like, what, what difference does this make? Do it. He's the best player on the offense. Give him the football. Have I him in the game. It's they... third and six. Arguably the biggest play of the game for Syracuse. You need to execute on third down. And he's not in the game. No wonder Schrader gets wrecked. Because obviously they're not giving the ball to West Ho on third and six. Come on. Use your brain. Use your brain. I this is atrocious. You blew this game. 
You had the ball they in did. your court. You were in pole position to do everything you wanted in the second half. Position. You start so well in the second half. You get a fumble out of Clemson. Clemson doesn't fumble. They don't fumble. And Will Shipley, ball pops out. You jump on it. That's huge. Next drive for Clemson, an atrocious throw by DJ. Execute. Do something. If you score, and I mean this, and I understand that you lost by six, but I'm going to stick with my statement here. If you kicked a field goal in the second half, if you scored three points in the second half, you won this football game. The fact that they put up zero is why they lost. And I will stand by that. You needed to do something, and you had infinite chances to do I don't do think something. anybody's arguing that. You're absolutely right. The fact that they did not score in the second half is why they lost the football game. I also can't believe Dabo, instead of just trying to move his offense another inch on that fourth down play that he ended up kicking a field goal and decided to kick a field goal. I couldn't believe that. That kept yeah. Syracuse in the game. Dabble had a chance to just ice the game right there if he just nudged the ball across the line. I couldn't believe he – I mean, he let them – he gave them a chance, and, and they blew it, of course. Uh, and honestly, that Maybe last that was drive the exchange. Classic. Maybe that was the exchange. Dabble will kick if Dino lets 30 seconds run off the clock. <laughs> Maybe. Um, yeah, that was ridiculous. We haven't even talked about how Dino just – clock management again. Once again, he just can't do it. And, <laughs> I mean, everybody – on Twitter screaming at him. So it always makes me think like the first thing that I always think, which is probably I'm in the minority is like, does he know something we don't? And then my instant second reaction is no, he doesn't. He's just, I don't know what he's doing. You, you put <laughs> your hands in the shape of a T yeah, and you know. call time out. Um, that is what you do. And I, people hate that. I consistently say that Dino is still a bad coach. People despise that I've had that take all season. I gave him the nod. He brought in two outstanding coordinators. He's still a bad coach. And this has reiterated that conversation. He can't clock manage. That's his only job is to clock manage. He might be the worst clock management coach in the country. And he botches every time you need him to do something revolving around clock management. What book are you reading? That says, let 25 seconds run off the clock and then call a timeout. I tweeted it. Apparently, Syracuse only practices the minute and 38 second drill, not the two-minute drill. And that's why Dino needed to let some clock run. Like, what other reason are you sitting there? And at that point, you've let 25 seconds run off the clock. Let 10 more seconds run and have a timeout. Like, Honestly, it it harkens back to last year's Clemson game where he had arguably the exactly. worst clock management of his whole career where uh, he they were driving 17-14 game, not too different than what was happening in, in this last game. Uh, and that one, he botched again. He, kicked a, he took a timeout with 40 seconds left instead of letting the clock run down. And then instead of going for it on fourth, kicked a field goal and missed. Um, That's the thing, right? You're, you're in these tweener situations where you have to pick one or the other. And he, he finds a way to make it the worst combo. Just pick one. Call a timeout or don't call a timeout. But don't let 25 seconds run off the clock and then call a timeout. That's unacceptable. That is unacceptable. And I want accountability. And I hate that there's no questions being asked to Dino in a post-game press conference. And I hate that Dino does not answer questions in a post-game press conference. It is infuriating to watch the difference. And I know that, yes, this is Clemson, and there's way more eyes on Clemson. Clemson's pregame 
or pregame press conference was two parts on YouTube, 40 minutes of content from Dabo in which he's answering questions, providing content. Dino is running a censored organization. You don't get answers. You don't get information. Anytime you ask him a question that would provide an answer, he says, oh, that's internal. Or, oh, here's an analogy. Here's an analogy. It's frustrating. In the game or in this one, somebody asked him. Uh, Someone asked him what his conversation was with the team, and he said that was an internal conversation. Oh, he said that was internal. Come on. Come on. Come on. Something. Give an answer. We got to take another break. Uh, but when we come back, I want to talk about the only thing that was good in this game for Syracuse, and that was the defense. But before we do that, I've got to talk to you about sweat block. Um, I'm sweating. You know, Owen, are you are you sweating profusely right now to the point that it's embarrassing? Yeah, I mean, my shirt is being swept through. My hoodie, I'm I'm holding on to right now. Would you Thank say you. that if somebody that you were trying to impress came through the door right now, you would blow your first impression because you're so sweaty. I would just keep my arms down. But if I raised my arms, maybe I would blow it. Yes. Well, then maybe you should try sweat block. It was created by a doctor to help with his own excessive sweating. It is doctor created and doctor recommended. If you or someone you love is experiencing embarrassing sweat or odor, try sweat block. Save 20% with promo code locked on at sweatblock.com. Also available on Amazon. Okay. We're back. Um, I'm trying to take it down a notch. Just, you know, I'm not. Kumbaya, meditate for a I'm second. <sighs> and out. And now it's time to talk about this defense. The defense in this game was fantastic. How many games... I will, I'm genuinely curious if anybody can shoot us the stat, or maybe I'll try to find it after the pod, on how many teams have lost games in which they have forced four turnovers. I believe Syracuse the was stat insane. was that teams forcing, or that were plus four, and so Schrader's interception might have torched this, but teams that were plus four in turnovers were 17-0 and so far this mm. season. Um, okay. How about that? That's bad. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Jihad Carter was fantastic. Marlo Wax was really solid. Deuce Chestnut was great. Rob Hanna was great. They actually credited Rob Hanna with that forced fumble. So maybe I was wrong about Deuce there. I could have sworn it was Deuce. Um, it could have gone to a few people. Okay. Well, they gave it to Rob. Good for you, Rob Hanna. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, they were great. Syracuse was great. Steve Linton had uh, a, a sack. Kevin Jobity had a sack. Is it Jobity or Jobity? I thought it was Jobity, but I could I be lost wrong. my headphones. So you got a filibuster. I could. I thought it was Jobity. I'm going to throw this out there because this is why uh, when we go to this and we're talking about four turnovers, you have four turnovers in which you scored seven points off of, and that was because one was a scoop and score. The other three turnovers, you went punt, punt, punt. That's unacceptable. You got to execute. You got to take advantage. Yeah, back. The defense in this game, they did their job. And yes, there were a couple of mistakes by Clemson, but it was because of how defense the defense was playing. The defense forced DJ to make tough throws. They forced him out of the pocket a little bit. They forced a little pressure on him. And the defense, I would say, I'm still pleased with at this point in time. I will I say mean, this. Yeah, you got to be. Yeah, how can you not? I will say this. If, and I know this is a big if, 
But if Uh-oh. Syracuse does not force four turnovers in this game, they would have lost by 40 points. That is the okay. reason that this game was close. But they, they did. did. They did. They did. I was just saying Clemson drove, and Syracuse made big plays. That is why this game was what it was, and that is why I'm impressed with this defense because they could have folded. And if they didn't make these big plays, this game would have been out of hand. But every single time they stepped it up and they did something big and they kept Syracuse alive. That was really cool to see. And they battled injury after injury after injury. It was absurd. At every play, it seemed like a Syracuse defensive player was down. And Syracuse just kept fighting and kept getting that big play. And, yes, Clemson drove again. They drove again. They drove again. And Syracuse would make a big play. It was, it was inspiring to watch what they were doing defensively and to see, hey, you know, yes, you just drove 50 yards on us effortlessly, but bang, here's a big-time play. Here's a forced fumble. Here's an interception. They did it time and time again. I kept tweeting it thinking this has to be the time that it doesn't work, but it was just like, hey, Syracuse defense, how about another turnover? Is it too much to ask for another turnover? And they kept doing it. It yeah. was awesome. Uh, yes, down the stretch couple of penalties on the same drive, the late hit, uh, the personal foul, a little bit stupid out of Marlowe, uh, to, to put the hands on the face after the play. But this defense showed me that they are still legit and can continue to be oh legit. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Despite name after name after name being on the sideline or being downed or for a few plays, for a game, for a season, the Syracuse defense has consistently embodied next man up. And it has been very cool. Um, I saw a good tweet, a couple good tweets where people said this game was going to tell us if Syracuse is a good team. And it did tell us, it gave us that answer. Syracuse is a good team, is a really good Mm -hmm. team. Um, One that's better than anybody thought going into the season. You could not find me one person that genuinely believed Syracuse would be this good. You can't. I don't believe you if you say you did. It's not true. There's nobody that thought Syracuse was going to be this good. And it's a nod to how good they are that we are this frustrated right now. Yeah. Uh, I also just want to say I think I think this is a good week for mailbag just because I feel like there's a lot of emotions going on right now. So I just Me want to throw included. out the email. Um, please, if you have questions, we'll probably do a mailbag episode this week. Email us, losyracuse44 at gmail.com. We have some questions left over from a couple of other ones. So we'll definitely answer those as well. Uh, or if you don't want to email, shoot it to us at Twitter uh, at LO underscore Syracuse, or just pop them in the YouTube um, comment section and we'll answer those. Yeah. But uh, thank you guys. We are doing really well on, on social media and whatnot and, and viewer retention. So we really appreciate that. We've really been enjoying doing this. So I'm glad and Owen's glad that you guys are enjoying it. So thank you so much. Yeah. Hey, we are, what are we? How many subs away on YouTube? We are less than 139 subs away. I mean, 139. Sorry. Yeah, we're we're on pace. All right. There's two home games left. I don't know if we're gonna do it for Notre Dame, but I want to buy tickets for NC State. Not NC State. I already bought those tickets for myself. Yeah, you did. I want to buy tickets <laughs> for State. Florida State in the dome because i i do think it's that worthy and i don't want to push this into basketball season and buy irrelevant non-conference tickets okay let's knock this out for football season get to 1k on youtube uh because i want to buy a four pack maybe five pack i'll hear it for florida state if there's a case 
if there's a case, it'll be a five pack. My closing thought, gonna give you one for the road. Shout out Jihad Carter. That was cool. Uh, good for you. But Syracuse needs to come back into this game against NC State or against Notre Dame. Stop now I'm all that. over the place with my team names. And I keep defaulting to NC State. But Syracuse needs to come into this game against Notre Dame with revenge on its mind. And not revenge against Notre Dame, but revenge of we're still there. We're still that good. We can do what we need to do. Because this game right here, if you fall to Notre Dame, and I understand Notre Dame opened up as two-point favorites, but if you fall in back-to-back weeks against Notre Dame, you've stifled momentum completely. You've got to bounce back. You've got to come out against Notre Dame. And that is a nod as well to the fans. I know we're frustrated. I know it was a frustrating loss. But this got a ton of retention on Twitter because it is that valuable of a point. You cannot walk away from this team right now. Stay with them. Pack the Dome against Notre Dame. Uh, and, and ride with them for the rest of the season because the Orange Bowl is not out of the question. And a double-digit win season is by no means out of the question either. Stick with them. Stick it out. You can be frustrated. You more than have the right to be frustrated, uh, but you got to ride it out for the rest of the year because this is a team that's still overperforming and is still on track to have one of the best seasons of the last decade, if not the best season of the last decade, for the Syracuse Orange. Well, that does it for Matt Bonaparte and Owen Valentine today. Thank you for making Locked On Syracuse your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast, the biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and the take of the day. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcast. I'm Matt Bonaparte. He's Owen Valentine. We'll see you tomorrow.